coming down the aisle, representing the Hyphen Podcast Group, they are the unbeatable team of B-Hyphen. I'm just saying, you worked yourself into a shoot answering the question. Handsome Bane. My, my firm belief is a DDT should beat anybody. Showing mad love. Rude me this, Batman. If two go in the pink. The novelist. Diggity dope. And catch a netty. This is what Brock Lesnar thinks he looks like if Brock Lesnar were a beautiful woman. They are the Wrestlecast. Power What up, though? And welcome to the Wrestlecast Power Up. I uh, am going to be currently running the point. I am Handsome Bane, compelling protagonist of Rasselcast Acclaim. Uh, and with me, of course, the man who needs no introduction because he does his own. He does his, he does his I own. Thought you, I thought you brought this. <laughs> Yo, my technology Yo. <laughs> has been messing up, so yes. We are keeping put... that long, awkward pause in there that, and, that was, and introducing my man. That, was, that was like the, that was the ultimate pump fake. I was like, oh, but uh, what if it's your boy, the Mark Rob, aka Sean Mad Love, aka Gordon Darks, aka King Chitlin, aka Baekwon the Chef, because you smell what the Mark is cooking, aka Twerk Angle, aka Embo Slice, aka Big Sexy Kevin Splash, aka Larry July. Don't check me. Check the Bam Bam Bigelow shirt. What's going on? Hey, welcome back, brother. And a couple other welcome backs. We got uh, Gabby, aka Funky Punk right back as if she left something. Yes. What up? Probably did. Probably did leave <laughs> something to be fair, to be honest with you. <laughs> no. Um, I might start going by my uh, 2K22 character name, which is uh, Yam Yam Thickolo. There you there go. It is. <laughs> there it is. No, I nice. <laughs> Yeah, because it, I, I'm sure Mark Rob has a uh, Bam Bam Bigelow reference in there somewhere. Um, more like a froze. Oh, no, we're losing him. Yep, a froze. Anyway, Bam Bam Bigelow <laughs> reference. Yes. All right. Yes, I do. Yes. yes. All right. There we go. Uh, and coming back, <laughs> our guy, Chit and Nugget, fresh so, off of getting that degree, fresh up. Bro, the master is in the house. There it master is. Degrees in the, the grad's in the house. There's so, <laughs> you guys doing okay? Yeah, so, man. Proud of you over here, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm grateful for uh, you guys having me back on the podcast, man. It's been a minute, but I love yeah. it. Well, like I said, our door is always open. You know, if it's, you know, normally if it's Sunday, we probably record. Right, man, y'all come over here whenever y'all want. Um, so, yeah, and, and it will probably, you know, it's the, it's the holiday episode, you know, so it's reunion, it's family. We probably have people popping in and out. Um, you know, I'll probably go grab a drink at some point. Uh, but um, holidays. This... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, so there um, it is. I'm not, wearing any, I'm not wearing any pants, by the way. Speaking of ho, 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 and not wearing any pants. <laughs> uh sunny aka tammy tammy sitch um last week brett uh you know he, he shouted her out he's you know he said uh sunny sunny hold your head while you're going up for uh 17 years um that's crazy right like so I, I don't know. What, what is the actual crime uh, drunk driving and uh, killing someone. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's bad, bro. It's, yeah, she's a wash. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, you know, yeah. just uh, she was, you know, just being in and out, like literally a white thug, like you know, what I'm saying like a, 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 a thug thug, you know, ba- basically just a menace to society. <laughs> because you know, before that, she had had like all the domestic issues. Um, 
but you know, a DUI and killing a seventy-five-year-old man. It's kind yeah. of a rough hand you're trying to play out there. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I also, it, it, it is a do racist. you care? She's racist too. Oh yeah, throw away the yeah. key. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, I, I, yeah. well, I was I'm so glad you guys man. revealed it to him that way because that's where I was yes. going. <laughs> My nigga, I'm glad you said <laughs> this. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Yeah. So on, on, a, on a throw away the key. Yeah, get on him out of there. Freeway, excuse me, not Jader. Toby. <laughs> so on a on a on a, on a on a serious note, I do not believe in the penal. I think the prison industrial complex is incredibly terrible and detrimental, but hey, Viacom Dios. (laughs) (laughs) She would hate to hear you say that because she wouldn't understand the words. Um, This is America. Speak American. Speak American. Fucking idiot. They got the nerve to say that when they pull up to like an authentic, like Don Pedro restaurant. (laughs) English, please. Go and getting themselves some, uh, some, some quesadillas. Nurse, I'll take the quesadillas. Poor favor. Uh, You guys have any uh, that nacho cheese sauce? (laughs) <laughs> Jal- jalapenos, <laughs> jalapenos. Shout out to shout out the to my Taco Bell days. We had this one girl who would come up and ask every day, bro, and it would drive me insane because it was like she was hanging her privilege over my head, dog. And she would come in oh, every wow. day, Gross. happy as could be, like, um, I'll have. A check in case idea, and like that much vim and vigor, like just. She was so happy to get a chicken quesadilla. Serious? And I was so poor and black and like angry. Relatable. Poor and black. Relatable. But yeah, we didn't. We never did no weird shit to her food. So shout out to her. Um, but yeah, yeah, she's a, she's a wash. Uh, shout out to Sunny Man. I mean, and, and I mean, yeah, absolutely insane. It's like like I said. Uh, an abuser in every way. She still didn't like own up to anything. Uh, Jim Cornette got some uh, Fox News points off of her, just um, yelling about her, um, just you know, kind of fucking up. He also, you know, like that was like his homie back in the day. He kind of helped put her on real big, and uh, yeah. So he's really pissed about that. Um, yeah. Scooting on yeah, another. Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say uh, there was someone that I saw on uh, on uh, on Facebook the other day, um, in like some one of these wrestling groups that I'm in, and they posted a picture of Sunny, and they were like, "Oh, she she was the hottest diva." And I, uh, and for, first of all, after getting over like the initial amount of cap that that has to be, you know what I'm saying? Nice. Um, yeah. Like, besides that, I was just like, so I guess you didn't know that she's like about to be a convicted felon and and like she's a uh, racist as hell so she ain't want she don't want you no. first of all you know what i'm saying and 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 then like i was it was a lot was oh there was a nigga huh um Did they said she was the hottest diva or one of the hottest so divas? the hottest the hottest i was so, like yo i mean that, that i mean okay that's cat but it's also she was like the first one if he said that yeah, yeah. She was the yeah, first yeah. One. Like, she was at that, one point okay. in time, like when AOL was the shit, and people had <laughs> yeah. to go through AOL. Yeah. And go, she was the yeah. number yeah. one downloaded celebrity Triggered. at that point in time, which is crazy. That's numbers weird. don't lie. Numbers don't yeah. lie. The numbers don't lie. The yeah, they really don't. <laughs> she helped yeah. to push the internet. Look, her her little frame that had you know some kind of tit hanging off of it was like the thing that like i always joke about like attitude error being like a lot of guys intro to porn that that wwf that (laughs) sunny being downloaded that was like a direct pipeline for for smut for for a lot of guys in that era so like yeah, she was, yeah. She was, she was big shit wrestling to smut pipeline is wild (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Unrelated yeah. note, happy birthday, Trish Stratus. <laughs> By the way, just hey, happened to be your birthday way, as of this recording. <laughs> dog, Trish Stratus, dog, is the yeah. exact opposite of Sunny. <laughs> yeah. And and now Sunny looks like her soul. So Yeah, she's Yikes. Like, <laughs> Father Time took a bat to old girl. Yeah. It's all Yikes. that hatred, y'all. You can't just be yeah. carrying around that hatred. Now, like that shit really does do a number on you. It will yeah, make you man. ugly. If you got an ugly spirit, that will should yeah. definitely show. <laughs> that shit yeah, man. Out. Yeah, she looks like she's aging like a banana. So, so since, so so since so since the consensus is she is not the hottest one, we need to take who's the hottest diva. The hot, like diva era, <laughs> or like yeah, just yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. We're talking like. Basically, wrestling lingerie model. Um, um, y'all kind of mud fights. Yeah, the broad match. The pinnacle of the pinnacle massage. Them niggas had a broad and panties match in gravy uh, one time, bro. Uh, uh, that shit was utterly. So I was like, who is this? I was like, who is this for? Oh man, who likes women. I, I still remember. Man, dog. I still remember when Sable powerbomb Jackie and, and the tit just flew out. Yeah, that, that, was, that a, was that wild. was a seminal part of my job. It didn't she tear off. It literally just Jackie. First of all, Jackie beat the, the dog shit out of Sable, and yeah. you know, hopefully, it would still pop out. Great, you know, like, but yeah, <laughs> Jackie definitely <laughs> was making a man out of me at that point. Was, I, I don't know. I think that's where I like. That's kind of where that started, bro. Like, it was like a jack woman, huh? All right, I'm here. Then what? But um. Diva era divas, I think, like toward the end, they stopped looking all the same. So, uh, Caitlin, that's a good choice. Caitlin, AJ Lee's friend, AJ Lee, too, I guess. Is is gonna be an exciting time for me, man? Is is Lita considered diva, right? Even though she did wrestle. Yeah, I guess you know they were trying to say how like she changed the look of it. So yeah, yeah, I guess you could consider the, uh, Amy so, Dumas. I, I think, I think that's my vote. I think that's my vote. Yeah. After having she, kids with Kane, she had a kid with Kane. I mean storyline. I guess storyline wise, that was, that was wild nah, time. nah, nah. <laughs> Amy oh, Dumas and Glenn oof. Jacobs celebrates them their first child. <laughs> wow. hey. His oh, name is Azrael. Um. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and he votes oh, right. He, he, his, his voting leans very, very right. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. He's, he's, uh, he's not him, man. He's not him. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, speaking of, well, not diva, but um, uh, I don't know. I want to say something clever, but uh, Liv Morgan um, <laughs> driving around in Florida with a little over a half ounce of weed and the authorities couldn't take it. They had to arrest her. Um, do you guys care? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, yeah, I care when people get arrested when we don't need people to get arrested for silly <laughs> shit like that. So look at we yeah. in Florida, bro. Yeah, all of, of all of all places. Yeah, no. it's like yeah, it, it's still it's still like crack down there. Yeah, so yeah. Um, police wasting tax dollars and time. So okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you don't have the um the medical card, there it is. You know, just like you said, that's a uh, very uh. Super illegal substance is basically mm. cocaine, but yeah, it's uh 2023. Um, I hate um just following off from uh what you said that you know that this is still something that people are getting charged for, that people have been charged for, and that are still in jail for uh stuff like this. You know, it's it's yeah. unfortunate, it's ridiculous, but once it's Florida. And until we get like the solid change, to, you know, to have it, uh, it's not as 
not even not even at that level of a, mm-hmm. a no-no then i mean you have to hear by the rules and it's once again it's stupid but it's there and you know how, what florida it's florida dude Man. i mean like <laughs> florida's such a y'all ain't gonna be yeah. having no harlem renaissance down here <laughs> no, <it is. laughs> no prohibition <laughs> yeah, freaking no speakies is allowed here brother it's either yeah. booze, destroy your brain with booze, or nothing. Yeah, right? exactly. around these parts, around these parts, we destroy <laughs> ourselves with good old fashioned monkey oil. <laughs> this is America. I'll tell you right now, <laughs> we don't take stuff from out the ground. Fuck my smoking. liver. <laughs> Fuck all y'all's livers. Drink and drink only. About to make me a PBR Miller cocktail right uh, now. <laughs> Yeah, I use an alligator tail as a spoon. <laughs> alligator tail, <laughs> sipping out the alligator tail <laughs> off that PBR Miller Samuel Adams Bud cocktail, bro. <laughs> That's speaking a nice tank. <laughs> speaking of alligator tail uh, PBR Bud Light cocktail, Ric Flair. Ric Flair is <laughs> That's a beautiful transition. That's A1. That's A1. The ghost of pro wrestling uh, continues to haunt us. Uh, Big Boo. Uh, so wait, what did he do? That was he okay? So he did the gross thing of the uh, the um, the girls uh, from eighteen. Uh, what did he say? Eighteen yeah, to 28. 28? Eighteen to twenty-eight. Yeah. Oh my God, Rick. that was the stopping point. Yeah. He was like, "All, all the girls were eighteen to twenty-eight come to my bar." And- <laughs> How dare you, nigga? You are infinite. What are you talking about, 28? <laughs> You're infinite. <laughs> Jeez. You can never be first, but you can always be next. I'm a thousand <laughs> years old and I won't have, stop hanging on to this mortal coil. <laughs> Diamonds are forever and yeah. so is the nature geriatric man. Yeah, <laughs> 28. That nigga got some nerve. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> it said 28. The funny thing is, they're going to show up too. That's the funny thing. Yeah, uh, they're gonna show up, nasty. and that that that, that, that sickens me. Because <laughs> yo, like, mm-hmm. e- like even in his youth, though, like I don't. That nigga always been old. He always. Why do you look fifty and you're twenty four? That nigga was in the seventies, <laughs> wearing seventy shit, and still looking seventy. Like, bro, yeah. this like yeah. how old is like what. He came out the womb 35, but that's nuts, yo. <laughs> I feel bad for his mom's womb. That SNL sketch where Will Ferrell comes out with a mustache and he wants a Denver omelette. <laughs> <laughs> Denver omelette. I think I rubbed his mustache. He's like, oh, are you hungry, baby? He's like, ah, I'll take a Denver omelette. <laughs> that's Ric Flair, the, the Denver omelette of pro wrestling. Uh, wow. the wow. of pro wrestling. So, so Gav, just just, just for the record, Ric Flair has never had a prime. Just so we're clear, right? Uh, at least for me, I, I've never seen a prime for him, uh, I mean, unless he's unless he got like a special on Amazon Prime. You know what I'm saying? I was gonna say, this, <laughs> like, I, I didn't. I've never like looked back at Ric Flair pictures and like, oh man, this guy's a stud. Like, I don't right. necessarily <laughs> need a woman to tell me whether or not somebody was supposed to be handsome. But I always ask him, like, was Ric Flair or like, is he actually handsome to you or like, or like even the That's old footage get. from like NWA? I'm like, was he ever, you know, was he? Like to me, he's always been goofy looking, but just happened to be muscular. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like forties muscular. (laughs) I think the thing with him, like the big thing with Rick uh, at that time, was that he was one of the first. Well, one of the earlier. I'm not gonna say the first, but one of the earlier wrestlers that also that he the way how he presented himself. Looks aside, the way how he presented himself, he talked his talk and he also walked his walk. And he did it within such a way that, you know, that he was pulling girls. Like, you know, you can be like, you can be a five and you can still right. talk like a 10. 
and the eights to tens are going to come for you. So it's a matter of not only what you say, but how you say it. And then and actually backing it up. No, brother. Hey, doesn't yeah, matter. You're getting that far. <laughs> Sorry about that. If I'm looking at it as core. No, no, no. No, he was he was swaggy as fuck. Um, thirty for thirty, like, not beyond the yeah, ring. Okay. Thirty for right, thirty, right. not beyond the ring. Dark side of the ring. Like seventy yeah. for thirty. <laughs> Woo! Hey. Hey. Yo, I don't know how many times that man been on the dark side of the ring. Directly, <laughs> indirectly. Real, yeah, I was there. They could have a whole season of just who. I mean, he'll do it. You know, like he I mean Ric Flair will sell you your chicken wings, right? Like wings. Wings. You know it's how that you pop the top off and wings. put it back on his head. <laughs> <laughs> that's like uh the simpsons is like they're not saying they're not saying boo they're saying boo earns yeah that's classic <laughs> i was saying boo earns <laughs> are you saying boo or boo earns boo, boo. i was saying boo earns it <laughs> got hans moment <laughs> yeah hans moment stays struggling man I remember one episode that he was like 31 years old. Right. Yeah, that's Ric Flair, right? No fucking way. Yeah. And the Yo, girls. He's gonna ask that Hans no man. That's nuts. I'm gonna be thinking about that now. I hate it here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Triggered to oblivion. Right. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh man. Speaking of triggered, uh wrestling with shadows. Ooh. Oh man, these I, seamless transitions. Like like chain man. wrestling out here. <laughs> like I feel like the Bret Hart of transitions right now, dog. So uh yeah. the best there is, best there was, best ever will be. Hey man, right. shout out, Real shout out, shout out to, to shout out to the hitman. Shout out to the Mark Rob for sending me the uh wrestling with shadows uh Blu-ray. This is the 25th anniversary edition. Ooh. And uh it dropped That's somewhere cool. around this time, what, 25, 26 years no, ago? Yeah, today. So we're recording this on December 18th. And uh, I believe today is the exact of Wrestling with Shadows. Mm. So, wow. nice. yeah. And how about it? Oh, sorry. It's the 20th. My bad. It's December the 20th is the 25th anniversary. So, okay. actually, when, they, when the people hear this, they will probably be hearing it on the actual anniversary. Probably. So, so yeah, so I came I came across this again like just like randomly and wanted to check it out, particularly because we were coming up to the 25th anniversary. And I watched it last year and I was hella impressed by it, just by the honesty and kind of the how we went through the journey of this iconic wrestler who is now coming to grips with the morality or the immorality of the attitude era. And I think, I think it's a fascinating watch. I think people should still watch it. And I, I wanted to ask the group, uh, cause I know Eric, this is, this is your guy. Mm-hmm. Is this the most important wrestling documentary that we've ever been given? Um, uh, for its timing. Um, I think the, I think I think for the honesty of what Brett was talking about, but also I feel like this was the first documentary to truly show you like the behind the ring, like we're we're talking shoots, we're talking like how matches mm-hmm. are set up, we're talking like how matches are gonna end, and then actually playing out like just as they all like playing it out effectively. Sure. And um it's so eye-opening so eye-opening yeah uh for for his time i think like it really tipped pro wrestling's hand like yeah like here this is really how we do it um and at that point in time like this was the i mean the business was like so closed off and so like you know we weren't even hearing wrestling terminology just yet this was like yeah. Kind of rolling off the um the same time of the dirt sheets coming out with um you know Meltzer kind of coming into prominence. Uh in Detroit we had what they call the four three eight numbers where you would um, you know, all these guys were instead of like wrestling podcasts now, they had wrestling hotlines that people would call and like, you know, they just give you the news on what happened, but it's just a bunch of guys who read what Meltzer wrote 
And like at that point in time, it was like still so niche that like only few people knew about it. Like I found out about tapings in like 95 and finding out like every other week <laughs> Raw was taped. And so I would listen to the 438 numbers and go to school and like do a Negro Domus and be like, Quang will spit the shit in the Undertaker's <laughs> face and it won't work. And then like people was coming back like, nigga, how did you know? And it was like, oh no, dog. I just the pro oh, wrestling yes. is in me, dog. Like I would tell niggas the the, <laughs> the results of Raw. And so that like dog and you you're right. Niggas was like, dog, this nigga a genius. Like, and so you know, like moving that and kind of being like a smarter mark at that point in time, like when I first saw it forever ago, I was like, man, damn, they really are saying like a work, a shoot. They're like really super explaining it in the camera now. Um which yeah. was like crazy at that time. And then like, you know, watching it now, um, it, it like they're just, for one, the cinematography is beautiful. Like it's like glossier than most documentaries I've ever seen. This thing glitched out, frozen in time. Um, I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just saying that it looked like you know glossier than you know, like it's like a pretty looking, like the way it's shot looks really nice. Um, the angles, uh, how they like frame Brett. Um, you know, he's contemplative, and like you know the 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 lighting on his face, and you know they like really did like a you know, like that part was like super artistic. And I wonder just like how much of that um, did he have to, per, you know, like kind of direct and produce on, or if it was just like, uh, they just kind of, you know, where it was just find his angles. Yo, 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 it's your boy, V Mark Rob, AKA Sean Matt. Love talking to you about, we should do this again sometime. The podcast where we talk film, pop culture, and everything in between. We should do this again sometime. We're Kat Chinetti. This is the real through the lens of a new and bold generation. And where I, the Mark Rob, co-host and producer, guides you through a crazy journey of time, sound, and space. We should do this again sometime where we talk love, death, sex. We talk talking heads, <laughs> Johnny Castle being the goat, and where we shoot flamethrowers. How cool is that? We should do this again sometime. Check us wherever we listen to your podcast. Rate, review, give us five stars. And if you love us, tell a friend to tell a friend. Love you. Bye. Bitch, I'm telling you the truth. I think the production of it is holds up all these years later. And to the best of my knowledge, like like with this documentary and like Beyond the Mat, and we're mm. like on the cusp of the internet. So like all this, like all this, all this is going to leak out eventually. But I just think like the behind the scenes, like true look and interviews and like talking to these insiders and then Brett specifically of how we follow his journey for like an entire year effectively. And I think um, I think it's pretty I think it's still pretty a remarkable document all these years later. And I think for Brett and I wanted to pick your mind on this also, mm-hmm. I think the most fascinating part about this is a little bit of I don't want to say hypocrisy because I think we're all hypocritical about certain things, but I do think that for Brett, who is a traditionalist, like this, he's coming up to where his whole thing, the match should be the thing. Like what's in mm-hmm. the ring should be the thing. But he's at the attitude era where it's not we're in the broad panties era. We're in the stone coat era mm-hmm. and how they basically circumvented morality with a lot of people who are in a gray and kind of had this period of where there were no hills and no faces. It was like, everyone just could be almost lawless. Mm -hmm. And so he's reckoning with that. And I I do see his point of view for that. But also if he's a traditionalist, he should know he can't leave a federation and then like not drop the belt. And like, he's, and he knows that if you're a traditionalist, like, you have to give heat to other wrestlers from time to time. And mm-hmm. I think it's fascinating when Stone 
Brett mind melted from that. And so I kind of wonder what Garrett's perspective was as far as how do you reckon with someone that's a traditionalist, but they're now in the current times? Um, I think it's because like part of what he did in the ring was like, the, and the reason that he was able to work so well with people was his ability to adapt. And so while I'm not really, while I think it's kind of capped that he was like worried about the morality of everything, um, there was a certain level of morality he was used to, a certain yeah. kind of playing field that he was used to as far as like, you know, if I do this, the people should cheer. If I do this, then, you know, but if I want to turn it this way, I, cause, I mean, he, he's the guy who double turned with Stone Cold. He was the heel in the match with, uh, you know, Davey Boy. And it, so it's not like he doesn't know how to heal. It's not like he yeah. like he can't do that, you know. Um, <clears throat> but as far as like being upset about what does and what doesn't get cheers and boos, um. You know, I think that was kind of uh by that time he was well, he says at the beginning of the documentary, he's 40 years old. And so anybody yeah. working inside the business for as long as he had been working, you know, things were what they were. And that huge changing of the guard. I think um reading in his book also, he he voiced that like when Stone Cold won the title and it just ushered in that era. And he was talking about like, you know, he was like, and Raw was red hot, you know, like and he's at that point in time in the other company. And he's like watching this meteoric rise of the Stone Cold, which, you know, as long as he was like, he felt real good about being part of his launch um, and that sort of thing. But I don't I I don't believe that he was like really clutching his pearls like that. Like things were, you know, just kind of turning like that anyway. It's the 90s, you know. Hold on. Are you saying that this was a part work? Are you saying this, Eric? So let's go ahead and get to it because uh know, and by the way for all the listeners and for everyone on the call eric thinks everything's a work so i'm very i'm shocked but not shocked but keep going my brother um and so i recall maybe last year year before saying that if the montreal screw job was a work that it would shatter my my belief in like anything right like i would it was like the the sacred thing that had to be real in the business um, for me to be like, there is a God. Um, <laughs> but, um, there, and I don't know. I don't, I don't you know. I don't want to have to invite y'all to 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 make a point if y'all want to. But uh, I know we kind of bouncing back and forth. But please jump in if y'all want uh, talking this ancient history. But um, <laughs> as far as as far as I I I, I just went in. Um, I got a part-time job and in the interview, I started talking to the guy about wrestling. He's a Shawn Michaels fan. Um, Hilarious. and of course, so it was like, wow. so we sitting there having that <laughs> argument, um, about Shawn versus Brett. And then he's like, uh, I was like, all right, go ahead. Give me your, give me your, uh, give me your hottest take. And he's like, well, the Montreal screw job is a work. And I was like, <laughs> 25 years later, people are still saying it's a work. So the wonders of wrestling. Man. And, right. you know, and there are people that say it's not. And so, like, um, I I think it's a worksheet, um, which is, you know, normally about normally it's but normally that is what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Short, normally that is will. what it is. A I short. think that I think that they had to come up with a solution. I think that Brett wanted to go, you know, I think they were like trying to find a way for Brett to go to WCW with enough heat to kind of launch his shit. They knew that they weren't going to be able to pay him that they what they were going to pay him in that contract. So it was just like, all right, well, you know, I, I think they orchestrated it not, but I don't think they think they thought it would do this. Right. Like it was just kind of like, you know, the, I, I feel like they were trying to set a bonfire and then they made a mistake and set a barn fire. And then it just like kind of ended up working out for them anyway, because, you know, Brett would go to WCW and receive 
none of the benefit of that he eric bischoff had zero idea what he was doing with brett <laughs> in wcw um and so yeah he kind of you know and then he would go on to you know get kicked by goldberg and ended everything uh, effectively but um you know i i feel like yeah maybe they maybe that that whole right there was the thing and you know only few others knew the secret um well hold on but, let's let's get it let's yeah. get everyone else in play so well do y'all do y'all even care this is a work issue 25 years later um, i mean like <laughs> we gotta um we gotta i mean well exactly exactly so gabby gary what are your thoughts uh, on the the montreal screw draw 25 years later uh, yeah i feel like at this point it doesn't really matter because, you know, it already happened and, you know, everyone hopefully should have moved on with their lives from now. Um, I do think that it would be good to like solidify or if like if someone like admitted that it is in fact a shoot, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, and it might, that might help with like closure or something like that. But I never want to know. I yeah. never want to know specifically. Fair, fair. I'm okay um, with it being that, unless Brett wanted to say it like on his deathbed or something like <laughs> he wanted to get that off. Yeah, uh, well, well, not even his deathbed. When he gets carried off to heaven in a flaming chariot, um, just like Elijah <laughs> the prophet, uh, if he wants to turn around and, and let me know specifically, you know, imagine the secret has to stay here on earth with you. Uh, it was, a, <laughs> it was, a, it was a work. It was a work. And, and you'd be you know, like, oh, son of a bitch. Nah, I would just I would just hold that. You know what I'm saying? I would just have to hold that. And then you know, I just see my man off in a chariot. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's that is pretty it's be a sad day in way 2005. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It lives yeah. forever. It's true. It's very true. Um yeah, so I I guess I would say that. I guess for myself, I don't really care, but I see, but I do understand why people still care um, in the sense that they probably just want to be proven right, I guess. Um, and also that, you know, if in the fact it, it is a shoot, um, you know, it's just like another reason to um, you know, hate Vince McMahon, you know what I mean? And, and I, I personally can get with that. You know, so hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> now, somebody, uh, well, and they, some, they, uh, I think it was Nash. Kevin Nash also pointed to the fact that Vince McMahon no sold two blown quads in the middle of a ring <laughs> once. That was and, wild. But sold getting punched in the face by Brett. Um, you know, is holding holding his eye and limping. Um, I think Brett really socked him. But I think he definitely was like letting everybody know that Brett socked him for whatever reason. It was like better for the story. Hilarious. Yeah, we we we've seen Vince no sell the blown quads, but we've we've also seen him like sell the neck brace, getting ready to go into his meeting with the. <laughs> you know, he, he was <laughs> he was about to lock that ass up. And then came to with a neck brace, quick as hell. Vince, man. Triple XL neck brace. That's all I can say. Vince. Vince, Vince man. There it is. Man. Should play, push the Carl Malone button. Um, uh, oh, <laughs> yes, Carl. Yeah, I know, uh, right? <laughs> you. Um, all right, well, now it's time for the hard pivot. Um, I have in front of me a lot of data, uh, and I want to thank everybody, including our guest here, uh, for their ballots. We are talking top 10 pro wrestlers of 2023. That's it. We got top 10. Um, kind of, I mean, I won't say any, I won't say, a, I don't know, number one, I think, it, I guess it'll make sense. Uh, once we get to it but um yeah there were a lot of votes um and so everybody uh made their list of 10 their uh number 10 uh wrestler got uh one point 
uh, number two would get uh, nine and so on and so forth. So yeah, if you, the, the number one would pull 10 points. And so it kind of went that way uh, to make a definitive list. So every, every vote is basically part of a rank, uh, which I don't know, I think kind of makes it a little more definitive. Um, all right. Um, so, um, so I want to give a couple shout outs to people who only received one vote and we won't be no CM Punk in this one. Uh, surprisingly, what did he do? Yes. Mm -hmm. What did yes. he do? Oh yeah, no, exactly. No, that, that's why I said surprising. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, like business wise, obviously. <laughs> business wise, you know, he's he gonna bring in the money, but at the same time, you know, yeah. Samoa yeah, Joe I, and him, that was a pretty solid match. But out of, out yeah. of there's so many more than uh out that wouldn't necessarily qualify him in my top ten. Yeah. Um, and I don't I don't know. I don't Got I to, think um, seeing I think CM Punk color. marks are like gluttons for punishment yeah. because I, I mean, I don't know. I still got my arms crossed. I'm not, I'm not fall. I'm not going for it. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just don't want to invest anything in CM Punk. So shout out to him not getting any votes. Um, Charlotte Flair got one. Edge one. Um, Logan oh, Paul had, Logan Paul got uh, two, two votes. Uh, uh and what? before before one of us voted before somebody voted in here he had more votes than willow nightingale and i hate that so do better guys um yeah gross bronson reed got a vote shout out to bronson reed shavada got a vote um julia hart uh that that's that'll change by next year i'm sure uh and, and shout out yeah. to eddie kingston um so I'm gonna oh yes, number 10. At number 10, we got a tie. Um this person was almost shut out, like uh the, the doors closed right in front of her until one of us made a vote that got her into the top 10. Uh talking of course about Athena. Athena mm. at number 10. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um I, I said before, I think she gets like, I think she's like doing double duty as a bare knuckle boxer underground, like, because she, she's like tough and shit. Like, she, she only battles for like she's belts made tough. out of tin. You know, like. Yeah, she, she putting in work, work. Yeah, she's, she is working yeah. stiff too but um you know making the stuff believable making yeah. it look snug making it look good um so shout out to athena and uh welcoming her at also at number 10 will osprey any osprey fans in the house they can't see you not he's solid he's solid <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, no. yeah. He, he he's yeah. he's one of those guys that can do a bunch of stuff and it's it looks really cool um but yeah, I think you know. I think he's a good wrestler. Um, he's not. I, I haven't seen like all of the Will Ospreay matches. Um, definitely some highlights with uh, you know Ricochet before he was Ricochet. Um, yeah, Prince Puma. Yeah, <laughs> hey Prince Puma was sweet as hell. Um, and uh, oh, we was talking about scary gimmicks. I forgot all about Mortis. I'm not Mortis. Uh, Muerte. Where oh, wow. he was okay. like Shao Kahn there. Where he was like Shao. He was whooping so everybody else. Right? He's like in Bison. Um, so <laughs> not on the list this year, but man, we'd love to have him. We'd love to have Muerte on the show. Uh, come on in. You can speak all Spanish. That'd be fine. Um, so Will Ospreay uh, and Athena at number ten. Number nine, Samoa Joe. Samoa, sweet tears. Samoa, uh, Joe. I I wanted him to beat Punk, man, or MJF, but I yeah. I prefer Punk. Yeah, same. Um, just man, because I this title, he said, I don't want this title anymore. I yeah. want another title. That was I want wild. this one. <laughs> that pissed me off because I was just like, like. Uh, 
Keith Lee might as well have won it then, you know, if you're just going to relinquish right. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can't be doing nothing that was nice dumb Keith to Lee, me. the professional wrestler Keith Lee, not the uh, reviewer. Yeah. yeah. But um, shout out to Joe, man. He, uh, he had the, the uh, MJF match, um, the uh, the Punk match, and of course, just just always, always, always like being Samoa Joe in ring. Still the note. Um, always got something. Always got something to say. All like, <laughs> I've never seen him just like get shut out in a promo. Man knows like, his yeah. way around a mic. Knows his yeah, way around a ring. Hey man. Yeah, guys, super. He's he's like super legit. Like I really, it feels Full like package. yo. This uh, this chubby Samoan guy is mad as hell. He said he's gonna beat somebody. He's like, oh, not a nigga like the scrap. So like, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Joe for uh for having the super dad bod and um being mad legit. <laughs> and said no, nah, work out. <laughs> work out my problem by beating your ass. Uh, number, eight, number eight, Roman Reigns. Head of the table, Roman Reigns at number eight. Oh, wow, tribal chief. Damn, niggas not respecting. No, reach me. Hey, niggas not respecting the streak. Let's talk yeah. about it. I mean, that's well. I mean, he didn't only have like what seven matches this year, or something yeah. like, less than that. <laughs> like, come on, dog. I'm not. I'm not giving that. I didn't vote for him at all. Actually, he there did not is. get a vote for me. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it same. was. He had some cool shit. Like he was a part, but it was even I don't know. Like I, I think he, you know, his his promos are amazing, you know, and when progress well way beyond the suffering suck suck attack. Oh my god. Back in the day. They made that man. That shit was hilarious. It's like, bro, this is the worst thing you could have said. with the list, man. <laughs> Um, suffering suckatash. Uh, that, that, that was cartoon cussing. They made that nigga cuss like a cartoon. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you hate to see it. That's terrible. But um, yeah, I mean, he's come a long way, baby. But um, I like my champions defending sometimes. Like, damn, bro. Yeah, that part. You, uh, but I mean, good for him. You know, he's got the dates. He he he's only working a little bit at a time. Um, also better for his health, you know. Um, so if you yeah, but again, I support them. It's like a if he's carrying around two belts and then you got another guy with a belt that's equal to those two belts. It's like all right, well now this is stupid. Uh, just make the make the champion Hilarious. defend the belt more. He's <laughs> like, well, nobody can beat him, so we're just gonna make another one. It's like, yeah, nobody can get a match with him. You know, it was like 50 guys like, oh, standing you around. You want me to defend the belt? Enough! Solo! Right. <laughs> <laughs> Solo slave. Get the song, bro. <laughs> Solo, be his ass. <laughs> no eat. This is just, right. This is just, uh, Solo just, somebody gives Solo a switch. And he's just like, way too involved with it to deal with Roman Reigns and shit. Oh, that's hope. That would be hilarious. Put me in there. I'd like um, to see that angle. Here you go. Here Tears you go. Of Kingdom or some shit. Yeah, I mean, Piccolo coming up next at number seven, <laughs> Orange Cassidy. Squee. Take her away. <laughs> Squee. As the leader. Um, of the Orange Cassidy, uh, you know, the Orange Crush wave. Uh, the, the floor is yours. <laughs> um, well, uh, I, you know, obviously I would be biased for him at least making top five, but I'm glad he made it in general. Um, but for me, uh, his run with, like his initial run with the international championship um was like the first time I like genuinely cared about a title run um in a very long time um mm. probably possibly since um since like Bianca Belair's run mm. I probably haven't really cared that much so you like and title defenses too 
yeah yeah um <laughs> I, I very much like to see actual title defenses <laughs> um, imagine and, that yeah wow. i know right <laughs> I think and, I had the nerve um, to ta- do a tag match too. Like, bitch, out <laughs> there wrestling. Yeah, that was insane. Um, yeah, like when it seen him wrestle, like I, yeah, I feel like he's like the epitome of the underdog because, um, you know, there's still like these marks out there that will just be like oh you, you, you stop putting your hands in your pockets you you can't wrestle it was like oh, stop stop doing a, a silly shit but um and and this is something i said in the, the last time i was here you know like pro 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 wrestling is partially about like the pomp and circumstance and the acting and silliness of it because if not then it's just essentially amateur wrestling or maybe like a circus show or something like that you know um but yeah like like when when he did his run uh for me it, like I, I genuinely like was rooting for him and like felt uh like I felt like actual like emotions when during his run and like uh I think he told an amazing story with how he uh you know was just going to continue to fight and defend the the belt even if you know to if it was to his own like bodily detriment and um yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I just felt like there's there's something special about him, like in, in terms of like the X factor that um, makes him stand out. Besides just like the gimmick, there's something else about him, like in his aura. But um, yeah, I could like go on and on about him. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, his aura is like an orange glow. No, yeah. uh, definitely, there's something different. Or, you know, like, in a business that's done it all, like, in right. a different twist on the guy who doesn't care. So it's, like, a gimmick to a gimmick. And, um, yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah, Orange Cassidy definitely carved out his own lane. Whether or not you like it, I mean, you know, Jim Cornette, yo, right. sit on your hat, brother. Like, nobody, nobody cares <laughs> what you think. Yeah, no, like, nobody really cares what he has to say anymore. Like, he's on his way out, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> <laughs> Just because you've been in the in the business for so long doesn't always a lot of mean that you ghosts, know man. what's best for business. Yeah, mm-hmm. like now, yeah, yeah. and, and you, you'd think, yeah, you'd think they would, you know, be in favor of something that's, you know, keeping pro wrestling relevant, whether you know some of something you like or not. Is he still keeping it relevant? Like a lot of his, like I think the majority of the AEW videos on YouTube. But like most watch ones include him in it, so it's like you're doing something right, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, no, everything's got to be I Rock think. and Roll Express versus, uh, you know, um, the, the the Midnight Express. Uh, it's got to be, <laughs> yeah. you know, somebody's got to go into a cage, <laughs> express yeah. match, right? They got to get uh, yeah. hit in the head with a battery. You know, you got to make people that yeah. mad for for, <laughs> for Cornette to love it. You can find B-Hyphen at B-Hyphen on Twitter and the B-Hyphen on Instagram. Follow Handsome Bane on Twitter and Instagram at ILA underscore POW. Mark Rob can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Madlove. Sayonara, smelly nerds. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?